Every man gives his life for what he believes. Every woman gives her life for what she believes. Sometimes people believe in little or nothing. Nevertheless, they give up their lives to that little or nothing. One life is all we have, and we live it as we believe in living it, and then it's gone. But to surrender who you are and live without belief, that's more terrible than dying. More terrible than dying young. Joan of Arc. Take one deep breath. Hola. Hola. Hola, or should I say bonjour? Bonjour, baby. Bonjour. Um, what up? Welcome back to Joan of Arc, uh, part two, the finale, the finito. Yes. Yes. Joan, Joan, Joan. What's her name? Joan, Joan, Joan. Um, yeah, it's actually, I had a lot of, like, crazy epiphanies, um, kind of during this. It was, it was interesting last night. It also could have been... The sweet I was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the speedballing right now. Yeah, she. Uh, we got a coffee. It's midday, <laughs> so I don't know what you're gonna get here. <laughs> Stoned history, not drunk yeah. history. <laughs> um, Michelle, hocus pocus, focus, dude. How are you? Oh. Um, we're like dick, 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 and then we're like uh, sad. sad. <laughs> Just goes between those two. <laughs> yeah, feeling broken and healed, and sadness and dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, my hocus pocus focus, I think, between is I guess together like this like duality of um, we just had the new moon. Sagittarius, new moon. Sagittarius, you know, is about truth and it's the truth bearer. Like speaking our truth sometimes. Um, like I think maybe last week or whatever, at some point, I was really thinking about like being authentic and um, it seems difficult sometimes when you're holding space, you know, for other people or, you know, putting mm-hmm. on a show. <laughs> um, and just like allowing myself to speak my truth and not always be like super pumped on it, you know, um, kind of bringing that energy from the Sagittarius new moon kind of to help me through that and like see that there's space for both things. Like it's, I found myself telling this to a friend and she was just going through a really dark week and so was I, but I had been able to tell her, you know, the truth of what I truly believe for her. Um, and often, you know, it's like just something that we truly need to hear ourselves. But I was telling her, you are allowed to be in this super dark space. For sure. You are allowed to like feel into it and be sad and have these like up and down emotions and maybe feel like, you know, you do you trust yourself? And then to also still be you know the artist or the sister or the friend or Mm -hmm. whatever you are you know Mm -hmm. 
a teacher, you know, so there's room for both. And I'm trying to really remember that this week because I also had just like a really dark week often that I forget. And then so often that I remember too, and to have like the new moon circle and healing house as a container for what I'm going through and to all like to seriously bring me back over and over and over again every single time I forget you know every time I'm just like this is fuck you know this is hard and I'm afraid like for the collective whole in in my inner self and then I know that so many other people are also just going through that same thing and for I guess for that that contrast to be able to exist in this space um like both things can happen at the same time I can feel like I'm completely falling apart while I remember that I'm coming together as well Ooh, that's a good yeah that was spot on mate (laughs) yeah also can I say that when people use the word container all I think of is Tupperware (laughs) (laughs) killing us is logo yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean it makes sense it's a house you know and there's Tupperware (laughs) (laughs) like some rotisserie chicken and like leftovers Let me give you a safe container. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. The, con- the container I speak of. Yeah, oh, that's such a good It's so large, you know. It's so much larger than that Tupperware. I'm, like, talking, visualizing uh, the What's in your ha- Tupperware? Oh, my God. Um, I mean, right now, mm-hmm. tamales that Parker made me. <laughs> but, but Tam- what? Parker, he made tamales? Actually, Jimmy did. Oh. But Parker like spiffed them up for me um, <laughs> he's like let me fix sorry, them that's my literal that's <laughs> my literal Tupperware um but I see healing house is such a container you know it is the best Tupperware out there yeah the best it's fuck yeah yeah for me my hokey pokey um it's I feel like it's like as you're saying that like I feel like I'm starting to really step into the seat of like the observer for myself like I think I'm at this point now when like my shit does rise and surface that I like rather than like running from it or trying to shut it the fuck up like I'm like okay let's hear it say your piece bitch (laughs) and then I'm able to understand and just kind of be like okay this is like how I'm feeling in the moment and then this is why Like, and just, it's okay to be that in the moment. You don't have to act on it. Like, all of your choices moving forward in all life's events aren't based Mm -hmm. off of it. Like, you're just in it in the moment. Like, you're just having that moment. And you have to let yourself have it. Like, just, just hold it for a second. I love how much of a branch off this is, too, of the container idea. 
or like labeling like people love the fucking container store like we all love to like oh. put everything in boxes and label everything in folders and like tabs you know? oh yeah awesome. and it's like that thing that you're doing which is i'm so fucking proud of you dude i'm like just like i mean it's still like it happens like but you i'm just like let yourself just have it just right. be just just understand it and listen it to it that, like, listen to it label it almost like yeah okay you recognize it you see where what it you're allowing it to be there. Rain, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. is that Tara Brock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so recognizing it, allowing it to be there, and then investigating it, which in the investigation, you understand where it comes from. And you're like, okay, cool. This is anxiety or whatever. Insert your <laughs> mind yeah. chatter. Emotion. Shove it in the back of the freezer behind and, the frozen uh, freezer burnt peas. Yeah, like after you label it. After <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, this is where this came from. This happened in my childhood. I wrote this story. I believe this. And now I know that this is not true. Yeah. I'm going to put it in that box, label it, forget about it. I mean, like, like you know, label it like anxiety from childhood. Yeah. And then you know what it is and then you can navigate through it you're like label it and put it away this is next and then i've also i'm just like not dealing with things until like i'm like okay i had a moment to think about this like if like for example like if a conflict or something were to arise like and i get like a weird email or a text message or dm or something like that's like odd i'm like hmm you do not have to respond to this right now. You can just take a moment to step away and really think about it. And that's it. <laughs> but it, it's, it's been really good. It's been good. Like, I I mean, like I said, it, this, this your shit never goes away. You just, like, know when it's coming. It, like, sends a text message now. It's like, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to come over. Is that cool? And you're like, no. And then they show up. Yeah. And they're like, well, I know how to deal with this now because I had some time to think about it. And I was like, going to deal fine. with you being here. All I have to do is load a bowl, you eat, and then you go home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's my, my hocus pocus focus for this week. Um, also had a dope ass fucking time at the moon circle. That shit was fucking rad. Um, Cards? Let's do cards. Gowns. So open up your heart and your mind, babies, and receive the power of the tarot. You know the cards don't lie, and I'm starting to feel it's right. All the attraction, the tension. Don't you see, baby, this is perfection. Card time. Choose a card. Oh my god, the star! Oh my god, our inner maps. The star is such a beautiful card. The imagery is a nude figure. And they have two vessels in their hands and they're pouring water. Two containers. (laughs) Two Two Tupperware containers, <laughs> and they're pouring water out of them. They have red stains <laughs> on them from holding marinara. Get the visual. Uh, pouring water into a body of water and also the earth. There's a night sky above with the stars. And this is all about listening to your inner map, following you know what's coming out of your container, that fluidity that motion the water everything the water embodies 
you know, stars used to be used as like navigation tools. Like that's a huge thing. Like we were like looking. Joan of Arc used the stars. She's used the stars. Now, I mean, I use my GPS. Now she is to a star. Her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and now she is one. Um, yeah. So this is just about like using, you know, the star as a navigation tool. Where does the star reside? The stars reside after the moon card, after the chaos, after the madness. And then you find the stars, you go within, and you get your shit together. Yeah, you find your way out of the dark. Yeah. I just think of Titanic when uh, they're, like, going to bang it out in the car. And Rose is, and he was like, where should we go? And Rose is like, the stars. stars. That bitch definitely saw some stars. She saw some stars. Dude, I would have banged the shit out of young Leo. Honestly, I'd probably bang the shit out of old, like, dad bod Leo. Yeah. I was a huge Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I'm, like, getting really warm just talking <laughs> about him. Um, yes, but um, enough about Leo. And let's get back to Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. All right, so when we last left Joan, Borroquois was like, fuck you, bitch. You crazy as hell. Like, well, I don't know what... Yeah, what I don't know what you're on, Um, but, like, I'm not going to give you a fucking, like, micro-garrison and, like, an audience with the fucking King Charles... Or the Dauphin Charles, Prince Charles. So Joan got, you know, turned away and rejected, and she went back home, but for the very, very last time. Right, so Joan returned to Valkyr to help her cousin who was having a baby. She found out that Orleans was under a siege. So Orléans, sorry, I, you know, English and <laughs> French. <laughs> um, so she found out that Orléans was under siege. The English were uh, getting very, very close to taking on the Borge, which was, you know, one of the last of King Charles's territories in France. So basically Joan showed back up to the camp where Lord Beauregard was at. She's like, fuck this. You know, we got to go after it. We got to get this money. I need to have an audience with him. And, like, the squire, though, like, his squire, because he was there for the first conversation, was like, oh, like, I think I, I think this chick's on something, actually. Like, he was, like, slowly becoming a believer in, like, what Joan claimed that her mission was. And so he saw her, like, walk up to the tent, and he was like, I should stop her but you know what I think I, th- I think I'm gonna just like let her go you know I'm gonna let her go so he let Joan go she enters the tent and when John Dark reached the commander she spoke frankly from a space of honesty so the last conversation she went in she kind of like walked in like she was just like the HBIC up in this mother you know like um I'm talking to the fucking saints right now and God and I'm on a mission God sent me here. God sent me here. Get Everyone's the... like, move out of our way. Yeah, she's like waving middle fingers in the air and shit. You know, like she's just like. She's like, suck it, suck yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, I'm talking to the same bitch. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Yeah, exactly. Nobody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's just like a quiet voice in the corner, like some like weird peasants, like your mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically she kind of went in there very heated didn't really have a lot of tact within the conversation so this time she kind of showed up she was super honest she was a little bit more vulnerable um which I think made her 
a little, like the commander probably had a little bit more compassion for her too. Also like her eyes, remember her eyes were like dope as shit. Rather than fast and manic like their previous encounter, she won him over and agreed to um, stay by her side until she got an audience with the king, right? So, Borrequar was like, look, I'll support you, like, I'll get you a fucking audience with the king, but, you know, she's going, going on and on and on, and he kind of takes a flip, right? And she tried to get him to give her, like, an escort, like a horse, all that shit, to go see the Dolphin. But the commander was um, still slightly unconvinced that she was on a mission from God. But divine timing is is a thing. And during their conversation, Joan of Arc had a vision, and she told the commander that France was about to suffer a terrible defeat. Right? So he's like, look, I, I kind of am believing you right now, and... I want to do this, but like, I can't dude. like, I'd be a laughing stock and I'd probably lose my fucking job if I let this crazy chick go up to the, you know, the Charles the Dauphin and like say that she's like hearing voices and shit, you know, he's like, I'd lose my job. And she was like, wait, (laughs) I have a signal coming in. (laughs) Scotty, beat me up. You know, she's like on a mission. Yeah, it's pretty much like, um, so she's like, hold on, I gotta take this. And she's like, oh, what's that? Uh-huh. Oh. oh okay, wait, but they're gonna suffer a really, really big defeat at this next battle? Hey, um, just so you guys know, don't do that. Like, you're gonna get totally fucked, they're gonna kick your ass, you're gonna lose a shit ton of men, thousands. And they're like, and he's like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm not listening to you and your page from God. Like, he didn't even use any emojis. Anyways. <laughs> right, that they were gonna suffer a terrible defeat. For the second time... He thought he was speaking to a lunatic, and he had her bounce the fuck out. Days later, the news of the Dolphin's defeat reached the commander's door. The English were expecting a surprise attack from the scouts and the French. Right, Pretty much it bitch-slapped the commander like a ton of bricks, and he was like, oh my god, I made a huge, huge, huge mistake. Like, she's... Joan's right, dude. She predicted that, you know, we were going to suffer a huge defeat, and, and here we are. Maybe she was the savior of France. He immediately, like, summoned her. He called for Jeanne d'Arc, like, sent out, like, a raven or whatever the fuck he said. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, go get Jeanne d'Arc. Right? And he gave her an escort, and it was the young squire. He, uh, He gave her a couple of different dudes, and they were like, here, you and the young squire and your entourage of goons, you guys head out, get your ass, um, you know, to where the dolphin is. And they were like, cool, sweet, let's rock this out, dude. And they fucking charged at it. Like they didn't even wait. Like as soon as they got permission, everybody packed up their shit and then they just head out. They rode through the night and were undetected for 12 days. They rode the night. So like, a, it's fucking terrifying. There's no like signs. There's no lights. It's literally just a paved like path. No GPS. No GPS. <laughs> Talk about a star card, dude. Like there was nothing, and they wanted to like really fly under the radar. Plus, like they were traveling with a woman, right? So that's the extra risk. Like she could most definitely would have been raped if she, you know, was caught. Like if she was taking a piss or something by herself. So that's why they travel that night. And this is, like, another thing, because when I was a kid, I thought that Joan of Arc was, I was like, oh, she wanted to join the army, but she couldn't, and so she dressed up as a boy, and then she got caught. That's not the story, or the case, right? The only reason why she had to, quote-unquote, you know, commit heresy was 
so she wouldn't get raped when she was on the trail. Mm. Like she had to dress up and disguise herself as a man. Right. Also, like if she's going to go, you know, talk war, like you're going to go in like your best garb, you know. So you back then it was all men's clothing because women weren't allowed to fight, you know. No one would have taken her seriously. No one would have taken her seriously. Women like hung out in a field like and ate turnips and shit like that. Um, all right. After almost two weeks, the Motley crew had finally reached Charles. When the Dolphine was notified that the young woman dressed in men's clothing, uh, claiming she was serving God and was seeking an audience with him, he put her to the test. The Dolphine had a decoy. He dressed another dude up in like his like garb and then placed him on the throne. And then he just kind of put like some basic ass Lord, you know, so like if like you're going to go meet a Kardashian, basically he dressed somebody else up as a Kardashian and then he was just like a part of the entourage, you know, and he was like, I'm going to test this bitch. Like, of course she knows what I look like. I'm Charles Le Dufon. Like, I'm fucking like, you know, the Prince of France right now. And I got fucked over by my mom and there's been a bunch of drama around me. So, you know, she's not going to be able to tell it's me. Joan arrives. Right. So she's rolling up and they open the door and like, there is the decoy. He's sitting up on the throne, you know, just like sitting all proud, like a prince and like has the crown on, you know, his like little baby prince crown. Mm -hmm. And he has like his garb on and she's like, points at him immediately and she's like that's not the dauphin that's not charles the dauphin she's like where where's where's prince charles and then he's like what are you talking about i am prince charles he's like everyone tell her that i'm prince charles and everyone's like oh yeah yeah, he's totally prince charles like everybody in the courtroom is like oh yeah he's totally prince charles and and she's like no that's not she's like i refuse to believe that that's charles dauphin and then she just starts looking around. Like, she's, like, slow walking with her hands, like, crossed over her chest. Kind of just, she's like... like, putting her hand out into the crowd. Totally. <laughs> like, Tyra smizing yeah. at everyone. Like, trying... And then totally all... smizing with her eyes. She's smizing so fucking hard. And then all of a sudden, her eyes lock with Charles Dufa, The real-ass Charles Dufa, And she's like, that is the prince. She's like, that's Charles Dufa." And then he's like, no, but she tripping, you know, he's trying to like get her to like, you know, revert. And she's like, you are Charles Dufon. And he's like, no, I'm not. And then she drops to her knees and like puts her hands on his feet and she starts sobbing. She's like, yes, I am here to serve you, sir. Like I'm on a mission of God to bring you, you know, the the crown of France and da 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 da. Right. The Dauphin was godsmacked by the entire scenario and granted Joan an audience with him. Joan was 17 years old and the Dauphin was 16 years old. History never told us what they spoke of. Never, never did she say anything and neither did he, Charles the Dauphin. We do know that he made a huge, that she made a huge impression on him. And I was like, okay, because I was listening to that podcast that I mentioned in my resources in the first episode, and I was like, okay, so nobody ever talked about it, but it's rumored that she made a huge impression on him. I was like, what really happened in there? Um, Because a lot of the history and, like, the actions and the events of Joan of Arc's, like, you know, big points in life are recorded, but, like, this isn't? And I'm just, all I can imagine is that being 16 and 17. Yeah. To get that age in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's 17 and he's 26. Oh, 26. Yeah. So, she's 17, he's 26. Well, still. Still. She might have been into it. He might, I mean, obviously we know that he totally would have been into it. 
these men fuck everything back then. I mean, they still fuck everything now. But you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. um, (laughs) Right, so history never told us what came up that conversation. Um, After their conversation, the Dauphin advised um, Joan to meet with his advisors. The the Dauphin's courtmen or courtsmen or kingsmen or whatever the fuck they're called. Whoever they are. Whoever they are, they (laughs) advise him. Anyway, they were like, okay, you need to go get her vetted properly. So we need to send her to like the best of the best. Basically like the best like royal French advisors that ever fucking existed to make sure that this bitch is legit. Like we got to have a background check. We need a urine sample, (laughs) drug tests. Get up that bitch. And so they sent her away. They were like, cool. So, like, look, we want to help you out, but first we got to get you all fucking vetted. After their conversation, the next uh, vetting process for Joan was to go through tests after tests at the Theological Center in Poitiers. The process was absolutely grueling. They drilled her for over um, three fucking weeks, dude. Basically... They were just, like, asking her questions about her background and da 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 And then they had to go collect stories from people from her her village. and like, her. Pa- you can't Google her. You cannot <laughs> Google her. You can't find can't her Google Facebook. Her. You can't... So there's no Joan of Arc Instagram that I know of, at least, um, <laughs> <laughs> that you can go and just kind of, like, stalk her for a bit. But, like, everybody that came back was just, like dude like she's totally fine like she has a super clean record everybody just knows her as a super sweet girl who takes care of her family and goes to fucking church and is obsessed with god God. and they're like well fuck i mean and then also too like what we were talking about in the first episode was that she consistently told the same story every single time when people are lying a lot of the times their story shifts and changes like so just keep that in mind you know so she's being completely honest she is just repeating the same exact story over and over and over again that was happening to her but if you think about it like if you were to see like a miracle or something crazy like the fucking saints appearing in front of you wouldn't you be like no dude i fucking saw that shit it went down exactly like this like i will tell you over and over again exactly what i saw seriously it's like a vietnam vet with like ptsd or something like talking about the shit that they saw you know like that's totally her just like fucking like dude this is what's going down they were like fuck yeah she's good to go let's rock and roll with joan right so she had a dope ass custom suit of armor a large white war horse like it's like this fucking gorgeous like gnarly dope ass white war horse a sword and a banner that had an image of Jesus and two angels with a white background right so it was like this sick fucking sword that matched the banner in her armor like, they fucking blinged her out. Talk about, like, Pimp My Ride exhibit was all yeah. over that shit. <laughs> like, she was ready to go. No longer was she a little peasant boy. She was a fucking knight, dude. She was riding dirty. And then she was given a small cavalry to head to Orléans and take back the capital. So that was her new mission now. Jeanne d'Arc was getting ready to go and take Orléans back from the English. Like, that was the one that the French were holding on to that was, like, their big boy. They're like, fuck, we can't lose this one. We need to, we need to take her back. Right? 
first, like, what I really liked about Jean is that she always kind of, like, approached things here on out pretty, pretty tactfully, or tried to, at least. Jean d'Arc, um, wrote the English, uh, that were occupying Orléans, a letter demanding that they leave at once, or else, right, they're gonna have their asses kicked, right, the French are gonna show up and fucking slay their dudes. You could imagine the response from the English army. They thought that Joan of Arc's letter was a joke. They stayed in Orléans and held their ground. Could you imagine, like, getting that letter and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) right, 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Sure. Come fuck with us. it, throws it, eats it. Yeah, totally. 100% puts it in, like, the pig feed or whatever. So she's like, fine. Let's go. I'm ready to rumble. Rumors began to spread in the battlefield Joan of Arc was on their way, right? The prophecy had come true that, you know, this woman is is their savior, France. And it came in the small form of this young virgin on a mission to recrown the Dauphin. Dauphin! God, (laughs) Jesus! The people of Orléans filled the street when they heard the arrival of the garrison. So this is Joan's garrison. The people lay in waiting, and then in the distance they saw Jeanne's banner and her atop of her white horse with an ornate sword given to her by the Dolphy himself. She held a wide, confident smile that filled the city with joy, and the French people chanted, Jeanne d'Arc, Jeanne d'Arc, over and over again. Their hero had arrived. Their country was saved. Praise total, be to Jesus. Total six of wands moment. Total six, like a literal six of wands moment yeah. for Joan. <laughs> like she's like literally riding, riding it on a the horse, horse with like her, yeah. with her fucking banner and like crushing it. The English saw her as well and then they started to jeer. They were like calling her all kinds of slurs and like just really shitty fucked up like fingers and stuff. And of course they were chanting and calling her a witch. Um, that was like the biggest one. Um, and then know too that like, uh, there wasn't a lot of like saying like fuck or shit or things like that. Like back in this day, like those were more modern words. I don't know why I thought of that. Oh, I think it's cause I was looking at a bunch of like the different like slurs that like, they were. were they actually? Yeah. Saying? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it sounds actually like really proper, but like, you know, back then it was like, you know, it's just like, like you twit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you, you mouse yeah you muffin egg (laughs) like i don't know it was just like really interesting um joan inspired the city and hundreds of people to line up to fight as recruitment so like as soon as she rolled up into like their portion of orleans like people were so inspired by her like i was telling laura today that joan of arc was so first of all, she was a 17 year old girl, but like, you'll find out here, like, I mean, she didn't, she did do some fighting, but like, she wasn't like this war commander. She was literally just like kind of channeling and then telling commanders what to do. Mm -hmm. And then she would just kind of show up randomly at certain points. And she was like the vision, the symbolism of their cause and of the French people, you know, at that time. You know, but, like, that's the other thing. You go back to the quote that we were talking about at the intro is that, like, people believed in her and believed in her visions that she was seeing. And when people have something that they believe in, they will all, like, truly, truly, they will get behind it and stand up and go Mm -hmm. to the ends of the earth for it. For this cause. Yeah, like, and that goes to show, like, I talk about this in yoga, like, you know, 80% of this practice is your mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. If you can master that, 
you can fucking do anything. And like, if you have that inspiration, that motivation, that pull in your head and it's, it locks, right. You're going to do anything and it changes your state. Yeah. Like people, she was that symbol for people. They're like, holy fuck. We're a country of like miracles and God and da, 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 da. Like I'm here till the end. Like let's fucking ride or die. It was a huge form of like, I mean, it's brilliant marketing <laughs> unintentionally on the Dolphin side. <laughs> but, you know, anyways, <clears throat> back to the story. Riding off the wave of excitement and the new recruit um, sparked new recruits. Uh, the military commander, Jean Dubois, was pumped up, right? He was like, dude, fuck yeah, I got a fresh squad. Like, let's do this. I feel more motivated and ready to go. Like, this new, fresh energy. Um, and he was like, I feel like I'm ready to strike on, on St. Louis. And he did. And he didn't tell Joan. Like, he was just, like, this commander who was, like, pretty much, like, holding that region down. Like, the Orléans region. And he was like, dude, I, I, I want to go take... I'm ready to fuck some shit up. You know when you just, like, feel high, like you want to bust a cap in somebody's ass? <laughs> Pumped up. Yeah, like that that was the commander, dude. He was like, I'm ready to fucking do this. So he like gathered up his dudes and he's like, Let's go do this, right? But let's not tell Joan. Because he still thought he was a skeptical of Joan of Arc. Mm -hmm. He was like, I don't believe this girl, like fuck her. Like, I'm gonna go off and do this shit on my own. I don't need her. She's a joke. Right? He did it purposefully because he didn't trust her. He thought that she was bullshitting the French people and the Dauphin. Like, he thought she was a total joke. Mm. Again. However, Joan of Arc has the power of Christ and the saints, dude. Her guides immediately came at her and ratted Jean Du out of it. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah. she's like hold on i gotta take this what yeah totally they like she just, they're like oh my god bitch i have the hottest tea for you and she's like what's going on guys and they like are like dude jean took the you know the whole garrison and he's going to go fuck some shit up in saint louis and she's like what she's fucking furious immediately armors up head to toe and heads to saint louis when she arrived there was death and destruction all around her Dead and dying men were littered all over the battlefield. She's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm gone for 20 minutes? This is why we can't have nice things here. <laughs> the French forces were losing. But when Joan of Arc showed up with her banner and the French fighting army saw her cheers and rang out amongst the soldiers. So, like, everybody was like, oh, my God. As soon as they, like, saw her, like, coming up over the hill, they're like, Joan, sign my chest. <laughs> right? <clears throat> they all rallied behind her and the English faltered. They forced them all the way back to the bell tower for two hours. The English got badly beaten and they were tore the fuck up. Yeah, so basically they crushed it as soon as Joan of Arc showed back up because they were losing. They were getting ready to pull back and retreat. Then she shows up. Again, that spark of inspiration, that passion on the field, motivation. That's puts a whole. Victory. That's six of yeah. ones, dude. Fucking get you. Um, St. Louis was now back into the hands of the French people, so people were fucking stoked. After the battle, Joan and the army celebrated. The next day, she wrote <clears throat> she wrote the English a letter asking them to surrender Orléans or and go home. Right? She tried <clears throat> she tied it to an arrow, right? And then shot it into their camp. It was pretty badass. 
Yeah, she like goes outside, she like ties it out, and then she just like it lands. She's like, dude, bounce or get torn the fuck up. That's even cooler than the Raven. Yeah, it's it actually is pretty cool. It's way cooler than the Raven. Um, and then like as soon as the arrow landed and like they read the letter, like you could hear like everybody laughing and then like calling her, she's a witch, 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 she's a witch. Yeah, pretty much, and just like calling her just like really shitty things. Right, and Joan is like, fine, have it your way. On May 6th, the fighting began. Joan and the entourage of French townspeople who stormed the English camp with her. Right, so her, her troops, like, pretty much everybody in that town in France got behind her and they're like, let's go fuck their shit up. Word got out during the battle that the English were calling up reinforcements from behind. So they were getting ready to sandwich them in, right? And everybody was like, holy fuck, I'm going to die. Knowing that, <clears throat> knowing that they would not survive if they were sandwiched by the English and the townspeople. Um, so the militia, the townspeople grabbed Joan's horse, right? And they're like, quick, get her horse. And they began to retreat, right? In the nick of time, though, Joan, somehow, she like channeled a vision, pulled her horse's reins out of one of these townspeople's hands, got her banner and like held it forward and was charging fucking forward and then past the crowd towards the English, screaming, in the name of God! Like, we fucking love you, John! Yeah, every, but for a fleeting moment, every, like, she was the only thing moving. Everybody was still as fuck. And the English, like, stopped dead in their tracks and they're like, what the fuck? Finally, the French people, like, snapped out of the hypnosis, and then they started following her, chanting the same exact thing, in the name of God, they're just, like, screaming this, and then they're running forward, like, ready to fucking rock and roll. This time, she was successful, right? St. Privy and Lay Augustine was in the hands of the French people now, so they took back those territories. Isn't that crazy? Like... All of a sudden, she just, like, like that just motivated everybody to push forward, and they fucking crushed it out. Right? And then now it was time to take back Orléans. Right? So, they're almost there. They fucking almost got it. Right? So, here's the next step. Right? That was check one on taking back Orléans. Next. Joan led the charge. Right? So, the charge of Orléans. The French people... had feeling had this feeling of morality and immortality it was an epic fucking battle and joan held her ground the night before joan predicted that she would be hit in her breast right so she's like for the battle she's like envisioning just like something like penetrating right here in her breast and then she tried to charge a tower right in the middle of the battle right so the battle is still happening but like the day before just know that that happened Mm -hmm. Right. And she's charging forward and she gets this ladder and she knows that all she has to do is just like lead everybody up over the tower of this like little camp that they have that's barricaded Orléans. As soon as she gets everybody over there, she knows that the city's going to be theirs. Right. So she grabs this like those like giant ladders that you see in movies and she puts one up and she begins to climb. But as she begins to climb, Joan gets like hit in the breast by an arrow. Right. So she's injured and she's taken off the field. Right, so while she's kind of like in the nurse's station, the captain at that moment, you know, wanted to call off the assault. Joan urged him not to do it and to wait just a few minutes. <laughs> this is so good. Right, so she's like, can you just like hold on a few minutes? And he's like, 
okay. She, like, literally just, like, gets out of bed, hops on her horse, rides to a, vine- a vineyard, and she's, like, praying. She's, like, hey, like, if anybody's up there, we, like, really, really, really could need some help right now. Um, so, yeah, blah, 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 And then a couple minutes later, she comes back. She's right? paging them. She's paging. She's paging. And she's, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Cool. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Okay. I gotta go by, too. Love you. Bye. I'll see you guys later. Right? So, Joan's out. Joan arrives back up at the battlefields and puts the ladder back up, <laughs> right? So it was the, actually it was the same exact ladder that she was using the time before to help scale the tower. So she starts scaling and everybody's like cheering. And then she's like, uh, Ale, Ale, all is yours. Go in. Let's do this, you know? And so then, right, the English shit their pants and everybody just starts screaming. They're like, fuck yeah, it's ours, right? We fucking love you, Joan. <laughs> Pretty much. So Joan charged and uh, charged the Bastille, waving her banner, and moved the English back uh, towards the drawbridge, and they full and fully out of Orleans. The French had won the biggest battle yet to come. Right, so the French won. They got Orleans back. June eighteenth, fourteen twenty nine. The French morale had never been higher. Recruitment felt effortless. The French people were inspired and wanted to be a part of the prophecy of Jeanne d'Arc. You know, just it's kind of like I want to be a part of the movement. You know, mm-hmm. like it, people were so stuck on it. It was like when you know I think about like think about like when Bernie Sanders ran for that first time. Everybody was like, "Yes, right." Yeah, I was like out there. I was like, "Yeah, Bernie, Bernie," right? And they won every battle. Uh, that they took against the English from there on out. Joan didn't want to keep fighting. Before every single battle, this is just like kind of like a little snippet that I really liked about Joan. Right before every single battle, what she would do is she would write them a letter being like, Hey, like, I don't want to fight. Like, I don't want anyone to die. Like, do you, can you guys just go home? Like, just go home, dude. Like, you guys don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I Like, let's try to settle this, like, a different way. You know, like, just cool, give us... Be cool, be cool man. Love just give Joan. us our... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> be cool, be cool. Love, Joan. <laughs> right? Because all the death and suffering broke her heart. Um, Once she even sobbed, you know, after a battle with, like, an Englishman dying in her arms. Right? Just, like him she like was holding him he was like still alive and he was like gasping for breath and she was just sobbing right this is like her enemy and he just like died in her arms I mean she's a 17 year old girl right and she always said that that was like death was the curse of her mission like she didn't want people to die she's like I'm just trying to do what God is asking everybody like can we just like get on board with God and then everybody's like fuck you witch (laughs) You know, she's like, fine, people have to die then. (laughs) But, you know, it's all good, I guess. I mean, she did get everything back, you know, with Orleans captured. Like, Charles was to be crowned at ramps. Charles was not doubting her visions any longer, though. That's for fucking sure. Mm -mm. Right, so, because they won the Battle of Orleans, this gave Charles the crown back. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) <laughs> on July 17th, 1429, a small peasant girl stood at the side um, and watched Charles the Dauphin be crowned the rightful king of France. This was the cathedral where the first king of France was actually baptized as well. 
was the Ramps Cathedral. Her heart was filled with joy and accomplishment. A royal sword was made to knight the king. The sword's name was the maid. Like, so the maiden, right? Um, this uh, weapon, though, however, it was lost in the French Revolution. What? Yeah. Isn't it cool? Like, a sword named the maiden. I love it. I know. But it got lost in the revolution. Some really cool stuff from Russia and France was gone during their revolutions. Their revolutions, rather. Charles was now King Charles VII of France. Jeanne, with her banner by her side, watched as Charles was crowned. No longer was a dolphin. He was a king. So he wasn't a prince anymore. No, no. He was now the king. As soon as the crown was placed on Charles' head, she ran and dropped to his feet, sobbing, My noble king, now is accomplished the will of God. And everybody was just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like their tears were swelling up. Yeah, like they were just like so emotional, you know. Just, I mean, like it's it's probably a very intimate moment. Like her work was and, done. Like she, And they believed in it super hard. So hard. Like, this is what I'm, and I mean, I'm sure that was a very long <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I'm sure like and like you talk about magic you know Michelle and I talk about magic on here all the time right it's just doing the same you know committing to that one thing that it is that you want done and you work at it every single day and then it happens right that's that's the magic here you know right. and, and that's that it's gonna happen and then seeing it and happen. then seeing it so of course everybody's like it. yeah they're feeling it they're feeling some type of way after the ceremony, Joan had a pretty fucking cushy life. She had a mansion. She had land. She had wealth. Um, you know, she had that, that fame. However, the novelty of her fame and mission wore off after France was, you know, started to become restored. Because they had, like, a few more battles after that and shit. Go listen to a 100-year war podcast if you want to learn more about it. Um, and so she, like, I mean, she kind of served her purpose. Also, like, the vision stopped. Like, she wasn't communicating with the saints and shit anymore. Mm. You know, like, to me, that would have been a clear sign, like, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm going to go rejoy- enjoy my retirement in my fucking, like, beautiful land. Right. Maybe I'll pick up macrame, make a little How garden. Is she at this point? Um, I think she's 18 or 19 at this point. Yeah. Um... King Charles is hoping that all the abundance he offered her and newfound glory would make her want to relax and slowly fade into the limelight, but it didn't. Joan still had a thing for fucking people up on the battlefield and kept requesting to remain a part of the French military. Finally, King Charles was like, it's fine. Just go, you know, help them fucking take Paris back. It's all good. Like, this is your last one, though. Like you know, you really shouldn't be doing this. You, you know, like you're not really that good at it. You don't have any training in it <laughs> yeah. at all. Like you were kind of just here to be like, go team, go, right. you know, you did that now. Yeah. Like you were like the visionary, you know, the guide through it. And now you're not really having any visions. So like, yeah, that's time to go home. Right. So during when they were trying to take Paris back, Joan got shot again by a fucking arrow. But this time she was captured by the English. Right. So she's captured by the opposite side that hates her. Hated. They hated Joan of Arc. The biggest pain in the English's army side had finally been taken into custody. But for what? <laughs> That's the thing is that like 
Joan didn't commit any war crimes at all. Like, right. you know, she was fully, fully just like, I'm just here on the, in the mission of God. I don't even want to kill people. Like she didn't even kill anyone. She was just telling people, this is what this I see. What and then happen. the commanders and then the commanders acted. Think about Melisandre and Statnus Baratheon from Game of Thrones. If that helps. Joan is arrested, and the only thing they could charge her on is wearing men's clothing. Literally. That's what they burnt her at the stake for. That's it. Nothing else. She did not do, do, do anything else except for commit heresy back then. The saddest part of all of this is that, you know, Joan was so confident. Even though she was imprisoned, she was starved and tortured, she thought the saints would bail her out. Right. But guess what? They fucking didn't. Right. She so, had some faith, too. Oh, that girl had so much faith. She was like, I'm fine. They can take me into custody. I believe in my God. I believe in these saints. Like, they're just drilling her and drilling her and torturing her and beating her. And she's like, it's fine. The saints got my back. Yeah, got they got me. She's like bleeding from her face. Yeah. He's like, it's totally fine. Um, you know, like, I'm, I'm it's, it's all good. And, um. And she's just like, the saints got me. She had this like ridiculous confidence in her faith and, and, and trust, which I admire, you know, and even on her trial, like she seemed really confident, you know, like just very grounded. She wasn't afraid, you know, cause she mm. truly believed that God would save her. Joan finally went to trial and was serving comebacks to every accusation that the English threw at her so basically they were like asking her all these like condes- rude fucking questions but she would serve them up just like a slice of humble pie <laughs> like just so gracious so articulate so true so fucking pious like it was just like how could you think this woman was a witch you know even that's not even just that's another episode the dudes are like we don't like her wearing my our clothes <laughs> Those are my pants. <laughs> Kill her. <laughs> I've been looking for those. <laughs> she looks better in them than me. <laughs> and I don't like that either. <laughs> Remember that she had a reputation for being a pious girl with an outstanding reputation. So none of their tricks or tactics or witch shaming would work for Joan. You know, to try to tarnish her reputation. The English wanted her gone, so at the age of 19 years old, Joan of Arc was convicted of heresy and was sentenced to burnt at the stake. That was the only thing that they could really, truly confide her of. They couldn't, like, convict her as a witch, convict her as, like, any of this other, like, bullshit that they wanted to, but the one thing that she technically did commit, even though it's a bullshit fucking law and insane, was wear dude's clothes. That's why she was burnt at the stake. So fucked up. Joan was led to the center was led to the center of the street, bound to a stake and burnt alive. In her last moments, she cried for the saints that helped her and her Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Nothing and no one came to her rescue. Joan of Arc was dead. Later on, Joan was dubbed a patron saint of France for the work that she did. You can still go visit the site at which she was burnt at to this day in France. Yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, the trial is, like, super long and stuff like that, but I don't know if you guys wanted to sit and listen to that. 
but it's fucked up, right? Like, just the whole story, how it ends. Like, these saints are just, like, bugging the shit out of this girl. Like, and she's 19. She burned at the stake when she was 19 years old, dude. Like, and they're just, like, bugging the shit out of her to go do all this stuff. Just, like, I'm trying to... Right when she needs them. Yeah, and right when she fucking needs them, radio silence. Like, a little warning would have been nice. Like, hey, you're gonna do this, but you're also... You know, like, at least Jesus got a fucking warning that he was gonna have to die for everybody's sins. Why didn't Joan get a fucking warning? She at least could have got a warning. You know, maybe she did. Michelle? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I... Yeah, maybe she did, and, like, she just didn't tell us or something, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like... Wouldn't that have been mentioned in her lore? But I don't know. It would. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, kind of would have. Would have kind of would have should have. Yeah, so that is... uh, the legend of Jean d'Arc. Cannot believe that. Like, I mean, I can totally believe it. Like for that, like it wasn't for that, you know. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. for being dope, and then all that shit. They were like, "Those are my pants." Yeah, those are my pants. Give me my pants back. Fuck your pants. But yeah, it's all good. I mean, I mean, it's not all good. <laughs> I said it was all good. <laughs> it's all bad, honestly. It's all bad, honestly. But it just goes to show. I mean, this was in fourteen twenty nine. You know, like you, I would love to be like it was ancient times, yeah. but like, you know, it wasn't that ancient. I mean, you really like take a step back and ha- think about how old our actual planet is, like in comparison to that. Like, we still have a long way to go. You know, even if you think about, like, that Kyle Rittenhouse, like, fucking trial. Like, if that kid was, if that was, like, a brown person. Never. That they would have been convicted 80 times over death sentences, you know. But, so we have a lot of way, we have a long way to go as far as, like, justice and shit. You know, Joan was just, like, a woman who was trying to do God's work and, like, broke the mold and pissed the English off. I mean, everything pisses the English off, but really? really everything. But that's why I love you. That's why I love the English, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Sad tale, Jean d'Arc, 19 years old, devastating. Devastating. Damn, Joan, though. Damn, Joan. Yeah, um, the people that she moved, you know? I know, I know. But anyways, y'all, um, that's Joan of Arc, uh, won't be a new episode next week but the week after that there'll be a new one mm-hmm. um and you'll find out next week or, yeah. Yeah, not gonna. yeah we have a surprise yeah, it'll be a surprise and we do have a surprise mm-hmm. a new segment no we do yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be good Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, you know, if you want to hang out with us more, join the Patreon, $13.33 a month. Uh, that link is on our website, or you could follow us on Instagram, and it's in our bio. Uh, be sure to rate, review, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever the fuck you listen to this at. Um, the more of you that do that, the more content we get to create. I'm head nodding right now. <laughs> She's like, fuck yes. Yeah. Sign up, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> um, but we fucking love you guys. And remember, your magic. Magic. Take one deep breath. <gasps> 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 Thank <laughs> you.
Thank <laughs> you.